welcome to our first episode of Planted, the podcast. We are so excited to share our soul care journeys with you in this episode. I'm your host, or one of your hosts, AP. I'm the founder and co-owner of Plant-Based Slade, um, where we hope to inspire you to take intentional actions to fuel your mind, body, and soul while sharing good food and good vibes along the way. This podcast is part of the good vibes <laughs> of Plant-Based and Slade. <clears throat> And I'm so excited to have my co-owner, as well as my partner in crime, my fellow plant <laughs> all those things with me, my mom, Dr. Michelle Lloyd-Page, but also Mama Page to the Plant-Based and Slade universe. <laughs> well, hello, I'm Mama Page, the mama behind Plant-Based and Slade, and the mama behind AP. <laughs> we <laughs> welcome everyone to our first episode. I'm so excited for this. I've been looking forward to this for a while. It feels kind of surreal that we are actually doing this. <laughs> yes, we are here. It's happening. This is real. This is our first episode, um, but it won't be our last. <laughs> no, it will not be our last episode. <laughs> so let's get into, hopefully you, you stopped by our first welcome episode and learned a little bit about me and Mama Paige, but if you did not do that, be sure to pause this episode, go to our welcome episode if you want to learn a little bit more about us, or even better, go visit our plantbasedslay.com uh, blog where that has so much information about me, my page, uh, the plant-based and slayed uh, journey, um, and a few other tasty recipes. But for now, we're going to get into our journeys episode. Um, I thought this would be a good way to kick off everything by talking about our own self-care and soul care journeys, which I think um, is something that we talk about fairly often. Um, so it'll be good to share uh, practices and tips with you all just to kick off the, the podcast series. Yeah, just to, you know, because we do talk about this a lot. You were, at first you were curious about what I was doing, then I was curious about what you were doing, and then here we are. So let's talk about, let's talk you know, about the difference between self-care and soul care and how they might differ. I'm going to start off because I'm the mama. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I make the distinction this way. And I'm curious, um, AP, if you see it, if you see it something similar or something different. When I think of self-care, I'm thinking about paying attention to and respecting our human limitations, right? Because, and as well as our needs. So our bodies can only do so much and our bodies need care. Just like if you happen to own a car, you have to change the oil in your car. You have to wash the car um, in order to rotate the tires. You're caring for the car so that you'll get the best life out of the car. And our bodies are these fantastic machines mm -hmm. that need care. We need proper nutrition. We need rest. We need exercise. Um, we need to hydrate. So all of that is about self-care, caring for this marvelous machine, um, the best, best machine out there, right? <laughs> um, but soul care is something that's, a from in my mind, is a little bit different. There are some things that you can do for self-care that also fit, also fit into soul care. But soul care is where we renew our inner beings and we renew our inner beings so that we can be our best selves when we, wherever we show up. So while we're taking care of this body, because it's the only place we really have to live, mm -hmm. as we're taking care of this physical body, which is self-care, 
soul care is taking care of our interior. It's taking care of our emotions. It's taking care of our sense of knowing who we are. So self-care is all about how are we being in this world? Yeah, I would agree with that. Definitely. Uh, I would say that self-care is more physical, again, taking care of the the temple or the body that we have, while self-care is more um, spiritual uh, and more of the mental, more of taking care of the mind. And while they do intersect, I, I do agree that, that they are different. I envision self-care as um, yoga or taking the nice bath, you know, going through your skincare routine, um, drinking water, exercising regularly, where soul care would be more of, you know, writing down your goals, being steadfast in those, uh, being kind to yourself. And that's something uh, that we write about, or I write about a lot on plant-based way is just about the soul care aspect. Because I think there's a lot out there about the self-care aspect and Soul care is, is ramping up to be as popular or as important, I would say, as, as self-care. But there's a lot about self-care out there. There's not a lot about soul care without the stigma of it being witchy or the weird spiritual stuff yeah. uh, and things like that. So it was really important for me with Plant-Based and Slave to have that soul care aspect. And that's what I call the slave part of Plant-Based and Slave. Yeah. And, you know, and soul care doesn't have to be some a religious practice because there, there are some places, some Christian traditions will talk about soul care as spiritual disciplines or spiritual practices. And that's not necessarily so. There, there's overlap in that area. So for people who are practitioners of different faith traditions, yeah, it, it does feel very spiritual. Um, um, as a as a Christian, it would be like, okay, I'm going to see myself and understand myself as I believe that God has created me. Right. But if someone is is not a practitioner of a particular faith tradition, mm -hmm. it's it's looking at our humanity and saying, okay, who do I want to be as a human being, and yeah. how can I make sure that I am light yeah. um, and that I'm not bringing drama and darkness everywhere yeah. that I go. Yeah, that's a lot. I talk about taking, you know, the religious aspect out of it. I talk, I think we talk a lot about, or when I talk to you about meditating and stuff, I always say like, I'm trying to connect to my higher self. Uh, mm -hmm. I think that is the image of, in Christianity, the way God sees you or your closest, um, not perfection, but the closest you can get to God or that yeah. image, uh, the way that God sees you. But your higher self is just your best self. How do you see yourself being your best self? As you said, bringing light, being in good energy, mm -hmm. um, not connecting yourself to drama or negative things in life. And then also um, seeing things that not as not negative or positive, but just understanding that they are and that we're right. all in flow together mm -hmm. um, and trying to flow with things. Um, and again, being kind to yourself, because I think that's something that a lot of people don't do. I know that I kind of <laughs> go back. And <laughs> yes, <that>. you do. <laughs> as, as, as a black woman, um, a black woman talking vegetarian and plant based <laughs> and uh, sage sticks and, <laughs> and all that other stuff. It, it's hard to sometimes it's hard to just be, sit, be still and be kind to yourself and talk nicely to yourself. So. Um, I think that's a huge aspect of soul care. Um, I would say personalizing your affirmation. So not just saying, oh, I'm beautiful and pretty, but what yes. do you need to, to fuel your soul, um, to keep yourself mm -hmm. healthy, to maintain uh, those good vibes and those good energies? That's what I would say 
um, that soul care is. So, um, yeah. Mom, what would you say that your soul care and self-care journey has been and what are your current practices? You know, I think I became more intentional about both soul care and self-care um, in December 2019. That's when I became more focused and more intentional. I think I've always tried to take care of myself, um, you know, eat well. I've been vegan since 2006. So yes, <laughs> trying to, you know, eat better, um, exercise, I've, I've been trying to do those things, take care of myself, set a, not only so I would be healthy, but honestly, to also influence you yeah. and your brothers and sister-in-laws. So just trying to trying to be that example and to be my best physical self, because I, I get energy from that. But it wasn't until December 2019 that I really had to take a good hard look at how I was caring for my soul. Um, and it, it happened because I was on a retreat, uh, a silent retreat related to my job, right? And so this executive team, we went to on a silent retreat and there was a person there, um, Ruth Haley Barton was there and she was talking about the soul of leadership. And that was part of the silent retreat. And there was a question she asked during this retreat, how is it with your soul? Um, and, you know, at first it was like, my soul is good. I've been a practicing Christian. Um, I strive hard to do that. I'm ordained all this. I do Bible studies. I do all that. So my soul is good. But then she started asking, you know, just asking the question slowly and started looking at, now, what not what are your religious practices? Not what are your spiritual disciplines, but how is it with your soul? And she, she had this assessment. And when I took the assessment, it was like, I, she, this continuum was like, oh, you're doing wonderful. You're fine. You're flourishing. And then the other end, it was like, you are dangerously tired. Mm -hmm. um, and I was so close <laughs> to the end of that continuum, dangerously tired. And I had to take a really long, hard look um, at how I was living my life. It wasn't that I was doing anything wrong. Yeah. It was that I was holding a lot of things in mm -hmm. um, and I was, I was doing a lot, but I wasn't giving myself enough space to be. Um, actually, that's how I started hosting um, soul care retreats for, you know, Preach Sister. Um, and then just started um, with the Refill with Preach Sister um, practices and Refill with Preach Sister show is because to help other people realize that, yeah, we can't just be going, 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 going. We have to be still. Um, and we really have to look at who are we um, and, and to focus more on our being and less on our doing. Yes, we, we have, there are things that we have to do, right? We have, we have jobs. We, um, some people have spouses or children or other obligations, but we're not just doers. We are also called to be um, and to be our best self. And I realized I wasn't my best self. So that's what my my journey looked. And part of that, it was inspired by you, right? Because, you know, we had that, re I had that retreat. I think that retreat was just like the last straw because you and I had been having conversations yeah. about meditation and yoga, you know, and your brother involved in yoga. So good talk like that. And I would do that, but I wasn't making that connection mm -hmm. that this is caring for my soul in terms of who I really am. Mm -hmm. Nice. 
Well, that's good. I agree with uh, just finding a way to just be. Uh, that was something that I had to figure out uh, for myself as well, just finding a way to be. I feel, I think that my journey started a little bit before um, me going plant-based. Mm-hmm. I read the book Living Buddha, Living Christ, and that oh, yeah. impact on me. I think I even talked to you about it, and I was like, I think I'm double rooted now. <laughs> <laughs> I remember those conversations because you you didn't challenge me to read it. You invited yeah. me to read the book. And right. so yeah, I read it and we had some conversations. Yeah. I was like, this the book really had a big impact on me because it just it kind of peeled not kind of, it did, it started to peel away the things that I was holding on so tight to. Um mm-hmm. and as you said, just running myself on empty, just trying mm-hmm. to on tight to these titles of what I thought that I should be, not because there was any pressure from you or dad or the family, but just in my head, what I thought that I should be. Um, so it started to kind of peel back the layers. Um, I wanted to be more intentional about how I was treating myself, how I was, I was presenting myself, because I really didn't know what I wanted to do um, anymore. I was kind of just in that space where I'm just, you know, I'm just going, I'm doing, but I'm not being. Um, yeah. So it started that process then going plant-based started me to start thinking about what i was consuming physically like taking into my body um i didn't want to consume death anymore we're not going to go crazy pita (laughs) i didn't want to consume death anymore i didn't want to consume negative energy anymore um and then that started started to trigger okay we're changing the food now what are we changing in our environment because you can stop eating yeah but what are you changing um, as you're consuming spiritually or mentally? Um, and it was this past year during the pandemic that we're still in, uh, <laughs> but, uh, during the pandemic that I took that 21 day um, virtual retreat with my cousin Jay, uh, where we really took a look at what we were consuming all around us. We stopped watching TV. We read a lot. We listened to a lot of inspirational speakers um, on YouTube, just consuming positivity on a constant basis, making sure we were eating whole foods, making sure we were eating well. Um, And it was just a good, it was a good experience. And it was funny to see how, when you remove those things from your environment, how big of an impact it actually had on you because the music you listen to people say it all the time and you're kind of like okay yeah you know i should probably clean up the music that i <laughs> clean up the, the things that i'm watching maybe i shouldn't watch crime shows before i get <laughs> or murder mysteries Not. but just going out of that i started limiting what i was watching on tv and started having those conversations with my friends i think right after it uh, one of my best friends told me about a, a reality TV show that was coming up. And I was like, I don't know if I can watch that. But they were, they looked at it before me to kind of tell me what it was about. And I told them what my intention was mm-hmm. uh, in limiting those. And they were like, oh, no, you probably shouldn't watch it. <laughs> you shouldn't watch it. But just having that support system as well, I think is good in your self-care journeys and your self-care journey. So that's what started my journey. I feel like I'm still on it. I think we're, I think anyone who starts on this kind of journey is always on the journey. I don't think there's an end destination, right? Right. Because there's just, 
we can always be a better version of ourselves. Yeah. Um, always be a better, ver better version. And then we know more, we find out more, okay. um, more information. Um, and then we discover new practices, right? I, I like to try different practices. So yeah. I don't think we ever arrive. Yeah, I don't think we ever arrive. There's always a con and not in a defeating way. That's what I come. That's what I like about self care. It's never in a defeating way. Like I'll never be perfect. Uh, I think the process is letting go of the ideal of perfection in yeah. order to attain what you feel your higher self it is um, or can be. And the the process is in being and flowing and not trying to reach a certain goal. Um, so yeah, that's what, that's what I like about the soul care journey, and that's been my soul care journey this far. Thus far, um, mm -hmm. so what would you say some of your? You mentioned practices. What would you say some of your current practices are? Um, my current practices. Um, so I'm I'm still fully employed, um, though I'm working from home during the pandemic, but still fully employed. But but especially because I am working from home, mm -hmm. I don't check work email after 6 p.m. <laughs> um, because I'm, I'm, I'm done with work and I don't, I don't check it again until 9 a.m. the next morning. Right. So from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. I can, I can, I can do work and I don't have my work email come to my phone. Right. So it's, it's not automatic or I don't receive notifications of emails because I would get emails all night long, <laughs> all day long. And I just said, you know, no, I'm establishing a boundaries. Um, and I figured that if something was important, something that I really needed to address, the people who know me or who would have that kind of need, they have my number and they can call me. Yeah. So if you're not calling me, then it can wait. And I have that as my outgoing message too. It's like, look, please know that I do not um, answer the phone or, or, or not answer the phone, but I don't respond to email, read or respond to email because there's this, you know, idea that, okay, I sent you an email. So how come you haven't responded two seconds later? Well, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that. The evening is just for myself, uh, spending time with uh, my husband, um, calling friends, just doing those things that fill me back up because work can be draining. And so just taking those practices to fill me back up. So one is setting boundaries about work email um, because I, I'm able to do that. The other is that I reduced my work hours <laughs> this, this year. Um, and that was just so that I could have time that I was off. Um, to pursue things that I really wanted to do, to spend more time um, reading the things that I wanted to read, not the things that I needed to read for work. Um, every morning um, I go through and I read my, my affirmations for the day as a reminder of who I am. Um, I look at, I read through my mission statement so that I'm reminded of what it is that I'm set to do because people who are around you always have ideas for you. It's like, oh, can you do this? And if you're, you know, halfway decent at doing something, it's like, oh, I got something for you to do, or you should do that. But having a personal mission statement and reciting that every morning helps me to remember, no, this is my path. Mm -hmm. This is what I believe that I'm called to do. And all those other things, just because I can do them doesn't mean that I have to do them. Yeah. Um, 
And then one of the things that um, you and I started together is reading um, books written by Black women about Black women. <laughs> so we started reading together, you know, Black Girls Read, participating in that reading program. And that has been so energizing, yeah. um, reading those books. So those are those are some of the things that I do. Yeah, well, that's cool. Um, I think what you said about, or I know what you said about just setting those boundaries. I'm not so good about it being at work, but then my hours don't typically go past five. <laughs> um, but I try to set boundaries in my entire life and just learning how to say no or not yeah. guilty when I don't pick up the phone. Because um, I always have this urge to pick up the phone every time someone calls or feels like I need to. Or if I don't pick up the phone, I always feel guilty and I feel like I need to rearrange stuff in order to be there. Um, so setting boundaries to be able to show up for myself first yeah. um, instead of always trying to be the person to show up for others. Um, and I know this is completely different from being a real mom, but if you can hear in the background, my dog is barking. <laughs> I am a dog mom. He is very energetic and I need to make sure that I'm good so that I can be the best dog mom to him and keep up with him. He's a big dog. <laughs> He's half your weight. <laughs> yes, so I, I think getting him in as he has grown has made me rethink like, you know what? I he's I'm not going to make him suffer because I want to be there for other people. I need to show up for myself. And if I don't have time to uh, answer the phone or get to the phone, or if I need to have just play time with him uninterrupted, because uh, he's very needy as well, <laughs> um, <laughs> let me just do that. But then also with the setting boundaries, um, I don't take calls before a certain time in the morning, um, just because it will wake him up, which means that my day has to start sooner than maybe it should. So. Yeah. I don't take calls before a certain time in the morning and I reserve that time to just be in that space with him to prepare myself, to ground myself in the space that I am in that morning to feel all the feels that I may need to feel uh, before I go to work or before I start my day um, and not take on other people's energy because I found that out um, when I, you know, someone calls in the morning and it's stuff that, you know, it may not be an emergency, it may be, or it may be an emergency, but either way, you're taking on that energy before you even get a chance to, as you said, define who you are mm -hmm. um, for that day and that moment, or to process whatever feelings that you may have from the previous night. So um, that's one of my practices is to just set boundaries for myself, make sure I'm a good dog mom. Um, the other part is to know when to stop <laughs> and go for a walk <laughs> or go eat something. Uh, I think we both do this because dad always says that we both do this, but we don't eat when we get stressed out <laughs> and we don't know when to stop <laughs> when we're stressed out. So just knowing when to like, Adrian, stop, you know, stop here, take a breath, take a walk, take a moment, uh, learning different meditation practices to to center myself back in the space that I need to be in. Mm -hmm. um, that's a good soul care, has been a good soul care practice for me um, in mitigating my anxiety. Um, and then just eating well, because I feel like if you take the time to feed yourself well, whether it's plant-based or whatever, if you take the time to feed yourself well, and feed yourself stuff that you want to eat and your body needs, 
um, that'll make your whole being just light up and glow um, and operate at its best. So that's one of those cross sections between self-care and soul care for me. And, you know, you, you bring up something that is so important, and that is knowing yourself, yeah. <laughs> just really knowing yourself, knowing what are your triggers, knowing what are your your tells that you are stressed um, and prioritizing yourself that when you know that you are stressed, not to just give, not to surrender to the stress. I mean, you could give in a little bit. It's like, okay, I'm going to eat this chocolate cupcake because I'm stressed and this will make me feel better. Vegan yeah. chocolate cupcake. Right. <laughs> but, but, you know, that's different from you're eating the one chocolate cupcake, then you're eating four more chocolate cupcakes, right. and then you are staying up all night. Those chocolate cupcakes, and then you're staying up all night. Because I think there's plenty of times where I called you and said, it's a wine and french fries kind of night. And yeah. Like, yeah, that's good. But tomorrow is yeah. a healthy day. Like, right. <laughs> now, if that's what you need, for sure, feel your feelings, get in that, yeah. don't get stuck in it. And I think that's the main part. It's well in that space. Mm -hmm. that's and that's what, and that's that, again, that intersection between self-care yep. and soul care yeah. is knowing yourself well enough and prioritizing yourself enough. So knowing that you are worth it, that you are, you are worth the chocolate cupcake, but yeah. that you are worth um, making sure that you don't get stuck in those places mm -hmm. that ultimately lead to you being less healthy than, than you want to be. Yeah, I agree with that. So um, as you can tell, mom is well-versed in <laughs> our soul care and self-care tips because she does this as, I, I don't even want to call it a hobby, but it's just something that you, <laughs> that well, you become like your side hustle or your side Yeah, hustle. you know, it's, well, you know, um, and as people continue to learn more about me and everything, they will find out, you know, I, I am a Christ follower. And as part of that, I do have this project, this ministry that's called Preach Sister. And what we, we started Refill with Preach Sister um, as a twice monthly uh, video program, um, yeah. short that's, you know, streams live on YouTube and FaceTime, uh, excuse me. It streams live on YouTube and don't Facebook. My mom. Yeah, don't <laughs> me. Uh, but what happens is that I invite someone into the studio virtually, um, and we just have a conversation about this very thing that you and I are talking about. Like, what are those things that we do um, to help promote wellness, well-being, wholeness? Um, what are some of those triggers that um, stress us out? And then how do we refill our tanks? How do we refill our spiritual tanks, our physical tanks, our emotional tanks? How do we refill ourselves, not just so that we're good, but so that we get to the point where we're overflowing so that we can pour into other people so that we have enough energy to do more than just enough. We, we want to be able to do all that we can do so that's what that's what we do on there yeah that's one of my favorite quotes from Rumi is to not give from the depths of your will but give from the overflow because if you're giving for the overflow that means that you had enough to fill yourself up and then some mm -hmm. um, the people get to reap the benefits of your own self-love um, yeah. as opposed to whatever you can scrunch up at the bottom of the barrel so right. if you love yourself that much uh and it's that you know you're just blowing you're as you said before you're a light um people get to reap the benefits of that um and not in a 
arrogant kind of way, but just yeah. a like I'm light, you know. I'm yeah. Good energy. Um, and then if you are full and you are overflowing, then no one can pour something into you that doesn't belong there. That is true. <laughs> Got to add that part on there, right? Because <laughs> you know. <laughs> You don't want to be that thirsty person where you're just right. suffering yeah. for anything, right? No, yeah. no, no, no. We 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 want the good. Want the good. Yeah. Well, AP, this has been a great first episode, full length episode for us talking about our, our journeys. And every time, as much as we talk about our journeys and practices, um, you would think that we know everything about each other, but we don't. <laughs> uh, and so this conversation was helpful for me, just to remind me again about um, your own journey, my journey, where they intersect and way, where they are a little bit different. What I appreciate that we both have um, is that we've both been intentional about setting boundaries um, for ourselves so that we can take care of ourselves. And for me, that's one of the key takeaways for this is that we value ourselves enough um, to set boundaries um, and to think that we are worth taking care of and not waiting for someone else to take care of us, but for us to take care of ourselves by our own actions, but not being so legalistic that we, um, you know, decide that it's a wine and French fry day and then we beat ourselves up because it was wine and French fries. But to say, you know what, it's one of them days I need wine. French fries, but it's only this day. It's only this meal. It's only this moment, and not drinking ourselves into a stupor or something. But just saying, no, this is this is. I'm in my feelings right now. I own my feelings, but I'm not going to surrender to my feelings. I'm going to feel them because this is what it is now. But I have a path to move forward, and that's all a part of taking care of ourselves, um, as well as taking care of our souls. Yeah, I I agree with that. That was. A that was a good wrap up, Bob. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> well, this was a great first episode. I enjoyed it so much. Um, it was great. It was awesome. Even though the dog was barking in the background, I always found a way to be a part of something. So if you want to join me, Mama Paige, in Little Puppy Kawaii <laughs> next <Not> week. <laughs> The big dog wide. <laughs> um, be sure to uh, look out for our weekly posted episodes on plantbasedslay.com or a few other places where you may stream podcast episodes. Um, also, be sure to follow us on IG. We are still working on the Pinterest. Just wait on it. But for right now, go to IG. Find us on IG at plantbasedslay. Um, We'll be here every Wednesday um, telling our stories, sharing our stories, sharing laughs, uh, and sharing love and good vibes. So all of the information will be in the show notes below, and we look forward to sharing more with you next week. Bye. Bye.